Hello and welcome to the Help Me Understand podcast. Help Me Understand is a weekly podcast that explores the context behind the things that we experience from day to day. With topics ranging from personal development to parenting to health and fitness and more, join me, your host, J.K. McLeod, as I share my thoughts and also host conversations that are meant to encourage you to say, help me understand, in an effort to add perspective to the things we experience in everyday life. All right, what is up, folks? Welcome back to another episode of the Help Me Understand podcast. I'm your host, J.K., and I'm coming to you with a quick episode today inspired by a story that I heard quite a while back from Zig Ziglar. So if you are an old school like self-development motivation person, then the name Zig Ziglar is one that you're going to be really familiar with. He is like possibly one of the OGs of the motivational speaker movement, along with people like Les Brown, uh, Miles Monroe. All right. So before I date myself anymore, let me uh, let me kind of first take a minute and uh, let you know that you have an opportunity before we get into today's episode. You have an opportunity to help me meet one of my goals that I've got set for 2024. As of the time that this is going to be coming out, this episode will be coming out on February 20th. And that leaves a handful of days, I think, what, uh, nine days? Yeah, nine days left to still meet my goal of getting at least one review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts each month. So, uh, so far, the last posted review that I've got was back in January, and I've got a goal that I definitely need your help with of getting at least one review each month in 2024. So, if you would like to help me out with that, all you've got to do is hop on to Apple Podcasts, look up the Help Me Understand podcast, and leave hopefully a five-star rating and a short review, and I would be ever so appreciative. All right, so with that being said, let's talk about today's topic, and it's inspired by a couple of things. The first was a story that I'll, I'll pass on to you that I remember hearing uh, Zig Ziglar tell some years ago, like... We, we could be hitting about 20 years ago that I first heard this story. And then also um, that quote that says, "In the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And I've got a little bit of a different take on that. So first, let me start off with the story. And I'm going to just go ahead and put the disclaimer out there that there's a pretty good chance that I am going to... Uh, possibly alter some of the details of the story. However, the main message of it you're going to get. So it's a story that goes like this. Uh, There is a guy who is um, in the kitchen, and at the time his wife is cooking the, the ham for Christmas. So she's baking the Christmas ham. And he notices that before she puts the ham into the oven, she cuts off both ends of the ham and then proceeds to proceeds to cook. So the guy asks his wife, you know, can you, can you explain to me why you cut the ends off the ham before you put it into the oven? Like that makes no sense to me. I've never seen that done before. And the wife, you know, says, Hey, I, I I don't know. It's just, that's the way I was always taught to do it. That's the way that my mom did it. 
Um, they're going to be coming over for Christmas dinner. You know, that's what we're making this whole ham thing for. So why don't, I don't know, why don't you ask her? So the way the story goes is the guy's like, all right, cool. I guess I'll, uh, I'll ask your mom. So then fast forward to Christmas dinner and they're sitting down enjoying, I'm sure the delectable ham. And he asks his mother-in-law, Hey, question for you. When my wife, don't remember the name in the story, but when my wife was cooking the ham, I noticed that she cut the the sides, like the ends off of the, sorry, the, the meat off of each end of the ham before she put it into the stove or into the oven. And we were curious, like, why, why does she do that? And she said to ask you. And the mother-in-law said the same thing. She's like, you know, I'm, I'm not really... I'm not really sure that's the way that my mother taught me. So this would be his wife's grandmother at this point. It's like, well, that's, you know, that's the way that she taught me how to do it. And she's going to be coming over later. So why don't, why don't you ask her? So then, you know, grandma comes in and he asks her, Hey, your daughter and your granddaughter all cut the ends off of this ham before they put it into the oven to cook but they can't tell me why they do it. They said that they learned it from you. Can you explain to me why they, why you do it that way? Like, why'd you teach them that? And the way that the story goes is that she laughed and she was like, oh, well, the reason that I did it, I cut the ends off the ham because at the time my oven was too small to fit the ham. So that was the only way that I could fit the ham into the oven. And I remember recently, um, thinking about that particular story as I was talking to someone about why they, they continue to do something the same way over and over and over again. And they really couldn't explain why with any sort of clarity. And it reminded me of that story about the Christmas ham where you have somebody who, you know, a couple of generations back has all of the, the, right intentions and the right reasons for cutting the ends off of a perfectly good ham. Okay. Cause that, that was a part of the story that I think I forgot. Um, cause you know, Zig Ziglar is definitely a better storyteller than I am, but you're cutting the perfectly good ends off of a ham. Uh, but she had to do that in order to actually cook it. So that was based on the fact that her oven was too small, but what happens is then she hands that particular habit down to a generation and her daughter doesn't question it. She just does it because that's what she's seen done, regardless of the size of the oven that she now has. She has the capacity to be able to enjoy the full ham, but because she's used to kind of chopping off the good part, some of the good parts, that's just what she does. And then without, without question, without further explanation, or investigation, she passes that same exact habit of cutting off the perfectly good ends down to her daughter. And it's not until uh, the guy starts to question, like, what's going on with this, that there's this realization of over multiple generations, we've continued to do the same thing without questioning it. And we've potentially been missing out on a better meal, a better experience, more food, whatever it is, we've been missing out on that just because we were so used to doing it a certain way. And so when I think about that, and I also think about that phrase, insanity 
is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting a diff- different result. I think what can also be something to think about is the perspective of does it always make sense to do the same thing over and over again and expect the same result? Like sometimes doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same result is leaving a whole lot on the table. I want to give you an example um, of a conversation that I had with someone where we were trying to talk through getting past a particular uh, particular kind of hang up that they had about changing how they were exercising and some some different things like that. And I was trying to use this example with them with like the Christmas ham, but I'll be straight up. It, it didn't really hit like it, it did not hit for them at all in any way, shape or form. So uh, I decided to try a different thing. If you have ever worked with me or uh, coached with me or been on um, a call, multiple calls with me for a couple of years. I was doing like, um, calls three to five times a week at 6am for a group. Uh, if you were ever on those calls, you know that I, I love a good analogy. Like I, I even love a bad analogy too. So I'm all about analogies. So in this particular conversation with the person where I was trying to kind of suss out and give them some different ways to see that you don't always have to do things the same way, Um, or questioning at least like, why do I do it that way? We were talking about the way that um, she got to work. Like, what route do you take in order to get to work? And she told me, well, you know, I, this is, these are the roads that I take and this is the way that I go. And I'm like, okay, great. Now, is that the most, like, is that the, the most convenient way to go? Is that um, the quickest way? Is that the one with the, the least lights? Like, how did you figure out that that was the way to go? And she's like, well, I've always, I've always gone that way. Like, that's just the way that I've, I've always gone. I'm like, okay, well, have you ever considered going a different way to work? Well, no, not really. I, I haven't. Okay. Well, why have you never considered going a different way to work? Well, I don't know. I'm just used to going this way. Okay. Well, how did you figure out that way to go to work? Well, that's just, you know, that's the way that I was taught to go to work. Like my parents have grown up in this town. Like that's the way that we've always gone. Like, okay, so what if you were to just try a different way to go to work? So just just for fun, like let's just try a different way to go to work. So that's what she did. Sometime within the next few days, I'm not gonna like make up the story and say like the very next day, but I think within the next few days, she tried a different route to go to work. And what was interesting is she tried a different route to go to work. And one of the things that she had noticed is that she had previously struggled with um, basically stopping, like she would have cravings on the way home from work and she would stop by these fast food places on the way home from work. And this was like the regular route that she took. Then what she noticed is that by taking this other route, which really kind of took the same amount of time to be to be very transparent, it was about the same amount of time. I think it was like give or take like two to three minutes it didn't actually take her past all of these fast food places, which for her, everybody's different for her, uh, the way that she was consuming that particular food was not in alignment with what she wanted to do, what her goals were and all the other stuff. If you're, you know, if you're somebody who's thinking like, wait, man, JK, are you preaching restriction or anything like that? Miss me with all that. That's not the whole point of this thing right now. So anyways, by doing something a little bit different, And just 
trying something different and questioning, okay, well, do I always have to go the same way? She actually found an un, excuse me, an unintended benefit where it actually benefited her from an overall goals standpoint. So what's, what's really funny to me too, is I remember James Clear actually talking about um, that same sort of story. So James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits, literally has just about the same type of story where in order to avoid temptation, I think, or something like that, um, he either he had done this or he did some sort of a, a talk and somebody had mentioned that that's one of the th- habits that they changed or something like that. So I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, but by doing this, she was able to uh, move forward and make some progress there. But what it did is it helped us open up a conversation about trying some different things from a training standpoint. Like she was always used to working out on like, I think it was like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, like always Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. One of the things that I was noticing is that her recovery was not going very well. So I, based on her weekend schedule, it made sense that Monday would be a great day to take a recharge day. That's what I call a rest day, a recharge day. And it was just something that she was vehemently opposed to because she's like, no, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is when I work out. I always work out on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And that's by first attempting the to tell her the Christmas ham story, which totally flopped, but then going into like thinking about, okay, well, what if you were to change like how you drove to work, like just to test that, just to see if maybe if we change a little bit, there might be some sort of an added benefit. Like, why do you always have to do the same thing? I'm all, I am definitely all about consistency. I'm about rhythm and different things like that when it makes sense. But come to find out that the Monday, Wednesday, Friday thing for her was based on before having two kids, before having the level of responsibility that she did um, over the weekends with driving kids all over the place and different like that, different things like that. She was a single parent. So she had a lot of different things going on where the weekend was no longer like really a restful, like recovery, you know, weekend for her. It was more of, it was almost like more stressful than the week was. So by loosening up a little bit and actually questioning, okay, just because I've done this same pattern, I've always worked out every single Monday for years on end, just by questioning that and being open to trying something a little bit different, we were actually able to get to a point where we then changed to Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. And just that simple change um, really helped impact her results greatly because she was able to really kind of like lift that pressure of never missing a Monday and you have to work out on a Monday. I think we actually, we first started with transitioning to uh, making Monday like a longer walk day because at first she just straight up said, you know, there's no way I'm not going to the gym on a Monday, like cold dead hands. You will not take away the gym from me on Mondays. I said, that's, that's absolutely fine. So first you can still go to the gym. Why don't you just start with just going on a a walk on the treadmill, you know, watch a show, whatever you want to do. Like let's use Monday as what maybe some people would use like a Saturday or a Sunday for, because based on where your life is right now, you don't really get that relaxation. So let's use that Monday as kind of the recharge time for you. And then, you know, as that continued to evolve, she ended up 
feeling much better about actually not going to the gym on Monday, staying home, sleeping in just a little bit, not much because still had kids to get up and get, get ready and get them going to school. But I thought that, um, I thought that I would just hop on and share this for a short episode to get out this week, just to remind you that just because you've done the same thing for so long doesn't mean that it's necessarily always the best route for you to still be taking. So think about that example that I gave of, you know, Zig Ziglar's story with the Christmas ham. And then also this story about a former client who took that same route to work for years, never really questioning it, and then tried something a little bit different. And just with a few different turns was actually able to notice a different benefit. And then we then transitioned that into, let's try the same thing with your training and come to find out it is possible to do something just a little bit different. And then it turned out everything was absolutely fine. So again, this is a short one. Just wanted to hop on and share this with you. So hopefully uh, this impacted at least one person. That's always my goal impact at least one person. If you do feel like you got any sort of benefit or anything out of this, then I would sincerely appreciate getting, um, getting your feedback. And if you want to shoot me a DM, you will find my information in the show notes, or you can shoot me an email. And then also last but not least, before I sign off here, uh, in the show notes, you will also see a link to sign up for my weekly email. Those emails come out on Sundays and Wednesdays. On Sundays, I'll give you a quick message to set up your week on purpose. And then uh, on Wednesdays, I shoot out what I call like the weekly freebies. So you will get a, uh, a workout to do. You'll get a link to a podcast episode. Uh, you'll also get a quote that's been on my mind and perhaps some uh, kind of behind the scenes, like kind of my thoughts on what inspired me to share that quote. And then uh, I'm from time to time going to be passing on um, an article or a video or something like that from one of my smart fitness and nutrition friends. I've got a lot of friends um, and peers in the industry that are doing some great things. And I want to make sure to pass on some of the great things that they do also. All right. So with that, we are going to call this the end of today's episode. So thank you as always for tuning in to the Help Me Understand podcast. You've got a lot of different options to pick from. So I never take it for granted that you chose to press play on this podcast. So thanks again. Take care and we'll see you next time.